it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. We are ready to rock 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. I see we've got people ready to go. We got five people hanging out tonight. How's it going all? We got Mitzi's hanging out in the chat. We've got my ranch water. That's awesome. Good to see you, friend. Uh, Let's see. Here we go. Ready? This sounds really good. Ready? Oh, yeah. This episode not brought to you by LaCroix, but hey, it's it's uh, it's it tastes great. I just lost a listener because I was. Yeah, it's not go from six to five. That's all right. We got Asher's here. I'm ready to go. That's right. We got Alan Lasseter. What's up? Hey, bud. Good to see you. Again, this is a live call in show on YouTube. I'm also streaming it to Twitter and the facebook group today so we might get a, a few extra people in here we'll see but you can uh, go ahead call in 515-809-0165 uh and uh you can call in share your story uh live on youtube it's also recorded for the bigfoot society podcast and i also have a strange stories with jeremiah byron podcast go ahead and subscribe to that one it's over uh on uh iTunes and Spotify and all that good stuff. We got Davis Adams hanging out. I'm ready to hear some good, great stories. And so am I. So uh, people definitely call on in and share them. Also, if you have a friend who uh, who has a uh, good story that they should be sharing with the world, send a message over to them. Say, hey, it's time to share live on Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Send them the number, 515-809-0165. I'm getting pumped for CryptidCon, guys. I got to go. The the schedule was just released. I got to go over the schedule with you. Get ready. Let's read through it together. Okay, Saturday, November 19th, CryptidCon, Lexington, Kentucky. We start out with Charlie Raymond, Bigfoot vs. Dogman, Tom Shea, Collecting Evidence, Matt Pruitt, The Value of Claims and Evidence. Uh, ben Hansen, Bigfoot and UFOs, Mark Marcel, Ape Canyon Incident. I'm so excited to meet Mark Marcel. Holy mackerel. Dr. Maria Mayer. Um, I totally did I mispronounce the name? It is a 50-50 chance. I'm sorry. My apologies. My Wildlife and Science of Bigfoot. Uh, uh super jazz for this. Small Town Monsters panel. Oh my goodness. At uh, 615. I'm gonna love it. And there are uh, there's surprises from what I've heard too. Uh, Sunday, the next day, we've got Mark Muncie, Holler Monsters, Micah Hanks, yes, Sasquatch and Government, Cliff Barrickman. I've never heard of that guy. Projects and Fieldwork. They got this guy who's related to Bram Stoker. Stoker on Stoker, 125 years of Dracula. And last but not least, Mountain Monsters panel. Holy mackerel. I'm so excited for CryptidCon now after seeing that schedule. I was already pumped to meet everyone. Um, also, if you are uh, watching the stream on Facebook, make sure you click that uh, Facebook link for StreamYard so that you can agree to let StreamYard see your name because uh, there's a Facebook user who says, what's up, man? 
Uh, I'm glad you're here. I just don't know who you are. So unless until you click that link and then click like allow, you know, whatever, I can't see who you are in the chat. Uh, we got hike with Mike. Hey, folks. Uh, guys, go ahead. Put in where your uh, <laughs> hike with Mike says Facebook is still around. I know. Yeah, that's that's funny. We got jokes in here. Um, guys, if you got a story to share, uh, you can go ahead. Call on in 515-809-0165. Uh, pass that phone number on to uh, to a friend. Let's see. Facebook user says I'm here. I clicked it. I'm just going to imagine that it's like it's Bob Gimlin or something. Also, extra bonus points. If someone has Bob Gimlin's number and you're like, or like you go out and have coffee uh, with Bob Gimlin and you're like, you know what? You should really call into this show uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sunday nights from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, Bob. And uh, here's the phone number, 515-809-0165. And what you should do is you talk to this guy and you just have a little chat about the Patterson Gimlin film, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, We got 11 people here. We got, let's see. uh, Alan says, Micah Hanks is about an hour and a half from me. I love it, sir. Patrick Vaughn. It's y'all again. What's up, dude? Good to see you Uh, guys. If you, um, if you don't know who Patrick Vaughn is, Go listen. Actually, uh, you can listen to the replay on YouTube. Uh, the audio on the podcast will be out in a few days. Such a good uh, episode when Patrick called in. I had multiple people say, hey, this was the best episode so far. And I was like, whoa, I don't know. I mean, I agree. Yeah, it's a good, it's a great episode. But there, I've had a lot of really good episodes so far. But Patrick was really good, actually. Um, Facebook user, I... Guys, you got to click the link. I'm not Bob Gimlin, but I was recently on your show. Let's see if you can figure it out. Oh, a surprise. You're going to have to give me more, more hints. Uh, Sharon Serendipity. I like that name. That's cool. Hi from the West Coast. Hello, friend. Uh, thanks for hanging out in the chat. We got 12 people hanging out. Oh, my goodness. Speak of good times. It's Cassie's Cryptid Land. Hey, what's up? Asher's has ratted out the person. Looks like it's Jordan. Actually, it's her guess. But I would say it's a, probably a good guess. But I, I I, would think Jordan would be kind enough to click the link unless he was just being sassy, which is fine too. Uh, guys, we got 12 people hanging out. This is awesome. We're six minutes in. We're still waiting for that first caller. It's a slow burn. Some nights the, the burn doesn't come in until 9.50. Sometimes it's like, bam, 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 bam. A few episodes, uh, we were we were hot. We were going hot. We had a call. We had another call. We had a call. We had a double call. It was calls on calls. Calls to the walls. Oh, I'm out of control. All right, we got Ike with Mike. Tim Fasano was a very entertaining squatch hunter. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. He was quite the character. I'm I'm sorry to to hear about uh, Mr. Fasano. That always gets me. I'm like, ah, this person would have been so good to to talk to, but unfortunately, uh, hats off to Mr. Fasano uh, for sure. Let's see. We say Asher's Joan Jordan is known for being sassy. I mean, just listen to that Lizard Man episode, which is so good. Asher's guessed correctly. It was me. Ha ha ha. Oh, snap a doodle doo. Jordan's in the chat. Okay, guys, we got 13 people in here. There's got to be, you know, some person that can pass on that phone number to another pal that they know has a great story that hasn't called in yet. And they tell two friends and they tell two friends and bam, bam, Bigelow. Uh, I'm going to say stuff tonight and it's live. It's great. It must be this um, LaCroix. Yeah. Yes, Sharon, you will go down in history as the last minute 950 call-in, Sharon from Vancouver Island, which was a fantastic call-in. Oh, my goodness. I still, I really like that story you shared. It That was so good. I think it was actually 943. Um, that's right, Ashers. This episode is sponsored by CIA Water. I'll never tell. Or will I? 
Probably not. Guys, if you're going to Crypticon, put it in the chat so I know. Because I, I got it. I got, I got, Crypticon is just going to blow my mind. I mean, uh, people that have been to Crypticon before, how many people should I expect that to be there? Or is it like a few hundred people or more? Or like, is there people all over the place? You got to tell me, like, how big is the crowd usually at Crypticon? Someone let me know. Crypticon crew. Woo -woo. Flavor Flav, what's up? All right, we got 12 people hanging out. I'm so glad that you guys are hanging out with me tonight. Uh, we're we're all getting, uh, Asher says, tons and tons and tons of people. That is true. I'm pumped. I'm a little bit paranoid about the trip down, though, because uh, it's going to be like Home Alone style. And, <laughs> you know, like, excuse me, going to the airport. Des Moines is fine. I'm flying out of Des Moines. But, like, get to Chicago, all bets are off. All bets are off. And then it's like take a little puddle jumper like in the recent season of Stranger Things over to Lexington. Whew. But I'm amped because I got that, you know, I, I wanted to have the uh, experience of like going to Crypticon as an attendee, being able to go to all the talks and hang out with whoever. So I got that VIP ticket. What's up? <clears throat> Spared no expense. Mm. <sighs> Guys, call out call out a researcher that you've been digging lately. I'm going to call one out right now. So on TikTok, I ran into this account. And I know like he's been on stuff, but I hadn't really heard of him before. I know he's been on, been on Bigfoot and Beyond and stuff. But Charlie Raymond from Kentucky, holy mackerel. Charlie Raymond is an awesome awesome bigfoot researcher like check him out on tiktok he's got uh the kbro has amazing uh bigfoot videos on youtube and like witness reports it is so good charlie raymond i know he's going to be one of the speakers i can't wait wait to meet him guys we got 14 people we got 14 people hanging out right now i'm so glad that you are all hanging out here uh alan says i wish i could go mitzi says hoping to make it next year that's right man Hats off to you. It's 9-11. We're still waiting for that first caller. Who's going to be the first call-in? Uh, who's going to make me uh, not talk to myself like I'm a crazy person in my uh, in my room for a while? I don't know. Uh, Mitzi, for Dogman, I enjoy listening to Dark Waters. Interesting. Is that like the Pirates of Dark Water, the classic uh, kids animated TV show back in the 90s? I don't know. No, I know Dark Waters is a uh, Dogman podcaster. Let's see. Oh, man, we got the chat is blowing up tonight. Let's see. We got when you go, make sure to talk to Tom Shea. He would make a great guest. You know, Cassie, I've had multiple people actually bring up Tom Shea. I need to try to get that connection. And um, it'd be fun to chat with him, I think. I hear he's one of the uh, best, uh, highly regarded uh, Bigfoot uh, trackers right now. Hikwin Mike says, Campfire Steve from Florida. He's always researching the skunk ape, I believe, is heading to Cryptid on this year. Are you saying he's headed to Crypticon this year? I don't know. Let me know, Hikwin Mike. Uh, that would be cool to meet him because he's been in here a few times. He usually pops in and says stuff about the skunk ape. Uh, delicious and nutritious, kids. Uh. All right, so we are nine twelve, waiting for that first call. If you've got a just for the new the new kids, uh, if you've got a Bigfoot story, cryptid story, UFO, alien, weird stuff, strange stuff, unknown, paranormal stuff, anything, think old school, uh, coast to coast AM. You can call in five one five eight zero nine zero one six five. A lot of people are like, "What is this guy talking about? Uh, this is weird." It's a call in show, just like the old AM radio guys. And I do this Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sunday nights uh, from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Although, I will tell you that I'm going to take a little bit of a break around Crypticon. Um, that Thursday and Sunday, I will not be doing a show. So, all right, let's see what we got. Cassie's Cryptid Land. I, he will be at Crypticon. He's a speaker and has his cast set up. Oh, yeah. What's up? 
I'm loving it. Uh, Ashers, I can share my Men in Black story if you want. Ashers, say no less. Do it. Uh, I always go back to Hammerson Peters. Yes, Hammerson Peters is the MVP, dude. I, we were talking about Hammerson Peters, uns, unsung hero. Uh, we got Ashers calling in. Patrick Vaughn, Stephen Hill, Doug Hycheck, Matt Larson. Great dudes. Yeah, all all great dudes. Stephen Hill. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if you're talking about the same guy I know that I met. Patrick, hit me up on Facebook and let me know some. Uh, let, let me know a little bit more about this uh, Stephen Hill guy. I think it's the same guy I'm thinking of. Cassie's Cryptid Land. You should do a live Saturday and get everyone you meet to tell a story. Oh my goodness, that's a great idea. I'm not going to make any promises because I told myself that I'm primarily just like, but I love that idea of doing a live Saturday uh, and get everyone you, you meet to tell a story. Dude, I'm going to think about it for sure. Let me know in the chat. Say, say, uh, do a Y in the chat or whatever. Put a Y, the letter Y in the chat, if you would like me to do a live on the Saturday and try to get people to tell me a crazy story. I could do it, but I, I got to see that Y in the chat. I got to see a Y. Um, Aaron Lasseter says, Stephen Hill that's been on Nightcallers. Ooh, interesting. Cassie. Cassie said the Y, that's for sure. Um, all right, it counts. Uh, uh, okay, is Asher's going to talk about the Giants? No, I think Men in Men in Black, but the Giants too. That's crazy. Uh, <clears throat> Patrick, I'm not in Facebook. He researches with Lauren Smith. All right, thank you. I'll use that info to do crazy detective work. I appreciate it. We got wise in the the chat, so I'm going to try to do a live stream. Asher's call in. It's your density. Oh, good timing. Call from Ashers. Hello, Ashers. Hey, buddy. This is live all over the world and recorded for everywhere. Are you okay with that? All over the whole wide world? Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Wow. I know. Our production value is really going up. <laughs> Well, congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> I remember when you were, um, you know, podcasting in your car, talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. The real ones know about that for sure. You should go listen to the first episodes if you don't know what Asher's is talking about. Yeah. So tell me about <laughs> yeah. the MIV starring Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith was there. Um, it was pretty crazy. And right. uh, what's his name? Tommy Lee Jones. It was, oh. it was, it was nuts. Um, they saved the world and everything. Like this giant bug. It was, wow. Um, wow. No, so, okay. So, all right. Let me preface this. I cannot tell you with 100% certainty that, that this was a men black. But, <laughs> but. Um, so I am notoriously terrified of aliens. Um, oh. I always have been. Always. That's, I mean, honestly, you know, if people don't know, I, I, I'm an investigator, research everything, I'm a 40 and investigator, so I do it all. But I'm okay. mostly heavily into ufology nowadays. But I started off in an interest of cryptozoology because I was scared of aliens. I wanted nothing to do with it. So when I was 18, I saw a UFO for the very first time. And it was it was crazy. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. I was I'm living with my parents and I'm outside. And I see like what look, I mean, it was slow moving. Whatever it was, it was massive. And it had to have been massive because it had two lights on the front of it, like headlights. And it was just kind of wobbling through the air, kind of just coming over the house. And uh, it scared the hell out of me. So <laughs> I went inside um, and didn't want anything to do with it. Um, well, I, you know, I just, I got curious. I'm like, okay, well, I, I kind of knew how to like track like Bigfoot sightings and stuff like that. I'm like, I wonder if there's like a research for UFOs. So I was like on a website looking up. Um, you know, where to report like UFO sightings. And there were the same the same sighting consistent with mine that same night. I kind of put it down and didn't really think about it again until about, well, it was probably about a year later. 
And uh, I had, I moved out of my parents' house. I'd gotten married, all that fun stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, in the height of it all, I was, I was on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Um, and, you know, Craigslist has it's, it's just weird stuff on there. And I think I was just like looking for odd jobs or something. Anyway, there's like, there's a post on there. And I, you know, like most people, I live in Dayton, Ohio, right by, um, you know, the Air Force Base and Wright Patterson and all that. Yep. Well, there's also Wright State University. And uh, this post was allegedly from a student from Wright State. And they said that they were a film student. They were making, you know, for their film class, they were making some type of documentary on UFOs. So there were okay. people that had UFO sightings. So I'm like, oh, hey, I've had one. And uh, so I told my husband, hey, I'm going to go meet up with this random guy on Craigslist. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> oh, my Asher's. Yeah, he was, he was like, um, you're not going to go by yourself. So I, I didn't. Okay, so me and my husband go. We meet up with this guy at a coffee shop, all right? He is very normal. I mean, he probably is college-aged. I, I, I don't remember his name. I don't remember what he looked like. Mm. He was just very, didn't stand out at all. He recorded the, the, the whole thing on um, like a tape recorder. Okay. And that was it. That's not the weird part. The weird part is that, you know, as my life goes on, I forget about it. It was probably about four years later, okay, for whatever reason, I make the mistake and I'm on Craigslist again. I see that same post and I know it's verbatim. I'm a film student oh. at Wright State University on a film project for, you know, UFOs and I'd like you to share your UFO site. And it was just so mm. weird because I, I can't imagine in a four-year period somebody making a UFO documentary at the same school. It was just, and I didn't meet up with them. Oh. Um, but I it. Men in Black is like one of my like areas of study. And, you know, honestly, that's such a good cover (laughs) that's so wild unless he's like staying back or like taking forever to get through school like van wilder but only ufo documentary guy you know i've considered that i'm like look maybe the guy because there's still stigma i'm like maybe he's still working on his documentary (laughs) you know (laughs) right Right. You know, maybe he, you know, it just doesn't want to look weird. So he uses the film school as a cover for it. I, I don't know. Um, but it was, it was weird. <laughs> it was really weird. Yeah, Very that's, that's crazy. I love it. I mean, I would like to believe that it was a Men in Black, um, just the new age. Because you don't really hear that Men in Black stories aren't really around anymore. You know, That's true. They're um, not. That's weird. No not really something that you hear about well maybe it's because they've gotten better at you know being human i guess mm. um you know which is something that they're notoriously really bad at <laughs> human um you know throughout the years people report that uh when i went to uh when i spoke at high strangeness eerie i'm a research partner with me and we dressed up as men in black and uh she was doing her eyeliner and she was I mean, for lack of a better term, she was fucking it up. And she's like, and she was like, whatever, it'll be like a men in black anyway, because they don't know how to do makeup. <laughs> I was like, well. Yeah, you, you, know, g- but, you give it to them. Yeah, they're going to, right. So, they're, I mean, they're going to wear probably nowadays just regular clothes. Like, what you know, time period, because they would really stick out if they weren't, right? And so, I don't know. It's just. It's just something to consider. Again, I would like to believe that it was a men in black, but who knows? It's probably just a procrastinating film student. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll never, we'll never find out. I, or maybe we will. The truth is out I there, even, I suppose. I, I thought about like trying to put it out into the ether, social media, like trying to find that guy. Like, hey, did you go to film school in like 2010 <laughs> and make a UFO? <laughs> 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 How do you go go to school and ask them? Like, just ask. Like, hey, where can I? There should be an archive of all the student films that they make. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good point. You would think so. It. Yeah, you would think so. I thought about it, but how? I mean, how deep do I want to dig? Do I do I really? You know, they they, they say if you go looking into the void, it looks back. So, I don't know. what if you like started hitting up yard sales in the area, and then all of a sudden you find like all these like videotapes for sale, and it's like all the interviews. I don't know. That'd be, a, that'd be a pretty cool. That would be time, weird, though. right? That'd be weird. Um, Everybody's listening to the date of birth. Oh <laughs> Tate says. But anyway. Okay. 
Ashers, thank you for calling in. <laughs> that was that I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while, actually. Hopefully not too long, or maybe they'll come to my area next. Well, I won't come for you because you work for them, so. That's true. That's that's a good point. That's a solid point. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 save some other stories for some other night. All right, pal. I'll see you in a few days, uh, about a week or so. All right, I'll see you. Peace. All right, always good to talk to Ash. Asher's is 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 a fun one to have to call because she's got so many stories, and it's fun for her to call in every every once in a while. All right, let's catch up with your chat here. Oh boy, Tate is here. Why can't Beyond the Trail find the trail? I'll never tell. Or Alex, Alex and Eli will never tell. Uh, Christina, better known as the Crescent Hair, has a wild MIB encounter. When she told it on our show, I was actually speechless. That's right. You should check out Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling. I tracked down that episode because they're a great podcast. Uh, Tay also says no trail has been found. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, we got 14 people hanging out here. We are about almost a half an hour in. We had Asher's call in first today talking about a potential MIB encounter back in the day. Hmm. Was it or wasn't it? The truth is still out there. Uh, also, if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you click the link and uh, say that StreamYard can see who you are. Uh, so Facebook user that said, hey, I'm glad you're here, but I have no idea who you are. So there's that. If you have a story about Bigfoot, uh, cryptids, weird stuff, strange stuff, UFOs, aliens, go ahead, call on in to Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. You can call 515-809-0165. Uh, let's see. Facebook user says, heading to Point Pleasant the 19th for the weekend. Hey, that's cool. So I'm guessing you're not going to Crypticon. Uh, ah, all right, Jeremiah, my husband is sitting in with me tonight. This is Mitzi. Someone make him a believer in the hairy guy. Hey, I know, right? Uh, although, Mitzi, once Patrick Vaughn's episode is out from the other day, you need to go watch, you need to go listen to that in the way he describes that family of Bigfoot that he was hanging around researching for more than 16 years it is a wild it's it's so crazy uh let's see facebook user says hey how are you doing well unfortunately i'm not sure who that is but uh i'm doing pretty good pal oh it tastes great i i hope everyone has their lacroix with them today make sure that uh, your telephones are working. And you can try that by calling into 515-809-0165 to share a story. Facebook user says, hey, dude. Good to see you, pal. Make sure you click on the uh, StreamYard link that's in that post um, unless you want to be anonymous. And as Asher's just said, Facebook user is MIB. That's exactly right. Um, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. It's live on the YouTubes and Twitter and uh, Facebook, and it's recorded for the podcast. So if you've got a weird story to share, uh, Bigfoot-related cryptid stuff, UFOs, aliens, strange stuff, anything that would be uh, in old-school coast-to-coast AM, if you know what I mean, go ahead, call on in, 515-809-0165. We are about... Halfway through the hour, this goes from 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Ooh, that hits great. That hits great. Facebook user says 515. Well, I, I appreciate you, bud. Nope. Tate is not getting through tonight. I will block his call. Uh, let's see. Alan says, I'm trying to get Steven to call in. Dude, yes. Everyone be like Alan. And if you've got a person in mind that has a story that's crazy, strange, weird, Bigfoot, especially Bigfoot, cryptid stuff, 
send him a message right now like Alan is doing and be like, hey, friend, you need to call into this live call-in show. It's like the old AM call-in shows. Call 515-809-0165. Share that story with the world. Um, it'll be great. You'll love it. We are, uh, I know I'm pumped for Crypticon coming up soon. Guys, if you haven't gotten your your ticket for Crypticon yet, there's still time, I believe, to do it. It's a two-day event. For the people that are new, I mean, you're going to hear uh, Saturday, Charlie Raymond, Tom Shea, Matt Pruitt, Ben Hansen, Mark Marcel, Maria Mayor, STM Monst S Small Town Monsters panel, Mark Muncie on Sunday, Micah Hanks, Cliff Berrickman, Dakre Stoker, <laughs> Mountain Monsters. Dude, Joe Turry's in the house. What's up? Hey, JB. Glad you're here, pal. We got 17 people. This is almost a record. The record's 18. I don't know if we can blam through it. Uh, ooh, Jordan has an interesting question. Are you planning on taking the main show into a more generally 14 direction or are you getting all that out through strange stories? So, Jordan, that is such a good question. And uh, there's going to get a point where, yeah, I, I will. Um, I'm trying to get some interviews that might, you know, it, the show might not be all cryptozoology all the time. Uh, and I've talked to different uh, different people. I know I've talked about it in the Patreon. I think I've, I've talked about it other places too. Um, but I have such a, a backlog. We have such a backlog of episodes right now that you're not going to see it really potentially until mid-December, which is actually coming up. I need to schedule some more episodes. Uh, let's see who we got. Tate says, I'm in your basement, JB. That's impossible. I don't have a basement. Sherwin says, Table 203, Crypticon. Yeah, go sh check out Sherwin. Facebook user says, I'm going to call. Dude, I don't know who you are. If you're the MIB, why not? Actually, if you've got a story, call on in, please. 515-809-0165. Tate says, what's that behind you? I'm not going to fall for that. Roar. Uh Oh, I thought that was Facebook user calling in. All right, we'll do a quick reset. This is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. Straight, share your story live. Call 515-809-0165. This is live all over the internet, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, also recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast. And there's also the Strange Stories with uh, Jeremiah Byron podcast as well. Jo this is high praise coming from a friend, my friend Jordan from Campfire Tales of the Strange and Unsettling podcast. I love that idea. I want to hear you talking to folk, folks about ghost stories and alien abductions and mysterious disappearances. You will kill it. Well, dude, uh, we'll see. The ghosty stuff, man. I don't know the ghosty stuff. If, oof. Mm. But um, let's see. Yeah, I, I definitely want to get some... You know, the main focus, of course, you know, I love the Bigfoot stuff. I love cryptozoology, but I want to get some like some weird stuff in there, too. Um, I'm going to shoot for some some really awesome interviews for 4T and stuff and like maybe like ancient history, weird stuff. Oh, oh, Pat. Oh, oh, my goodness. That, that would be a wild episode if Pat O could call in about mysterious disappearance. We got 18. I think we already passed 18 already though for, for a little bit. We went up to 19. That was cute guys. We're a little bit past halfway through the hour. We got less than a half an hour here. So uh, if you've been waiting to call in with your amazing story of craziness, uh, Bigfoot cryptids, UFOs, Alien, strange, weird, unsettling, paranormal. Uh, Asher says it's really good. Promise he's got some good ones. Well, then tell Pat O that he needs to call on in to 515-809-0165. Tate Hieronymus says, Jeremiah, you need to get Bob Lazar in your podcast. Wouldn't that be wild? 
maybe I should try. That would be wild. I I just don't. I don't. You know, I would want him if I'm going to have a guy like that. I would want to definitely be able to do it justice. So I'd have to prep really, really big. Uh, Facebook user says he's getting frustrated. He's saying I tried to call. Uh, guys, five one five eight zero nine zero one six five. Call right now. Share your story. Oh my goodness, we're in the twenties, guys. That would be crazy. Hey, pals, it's time for a LaCroix break. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. That that tastes real smooth. If you've got a strange, weird, wonderful, paranormal, aliens, UFOs, Bigfoots, cryptids, or is it Bigfoot? Uh, give me a story. Give me a call. 515-809-0165. Actually, Tate, I kind of do have a soundboard. Let me know if you hear anything. Can you hear that? Do you hear a rim shot? Tate, give me a yes or no if you hear something. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I do have a sound effects board. I guess I just never thought of using it, so. Oh, that's that's great. Oh, that is so good. Good job, Zoom, PodTrack, P4. Um, wow, we're, we're rocking out. We are 35 minutes into it. You guys are chilling out with me. Um, what about covering? I don't know. So, um you know, Jordan, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, Steven says he, Steven said he'll try to call in next week. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate that. Uh, Adam Larson from, uh, yes, buddy. How's it going? Another, another Iowa pal. Thank you for, for being here, man. Uh, I got to talk to you someday. I really need to I need to have an interview with you. I know we have we kind of talked about that before, but um uh guys, if you're not following Bigfoot Film Appreciation Circle on uh Instagram, it is so good. It's a wealth of knowledge. Ooh. Mitzi, if you if you want to call in, you can. Uh Orb Stories are that's cool. Yeah. Uh I'm down. You can call in 515-809-0165. Up to you. Uh, if anyone has a weird, strange, paranormal, UFO, aliens, Bigfoot, cryptid story, call on in 515-809-0165. Share that number. Oh, my goodness. Sherwin. So Sherwin hit on a thing. I would love to interview. Oh, I'd love to interview Jacob Carpet, the Carpetbagger. We're talking about that another day. Call from Mitsay <laughs> to accept. Oh, guys, we're getting two calls at once. Hey, Mitsy. Hello. That was wild. We I've never have gotten two calls at the same time before. So I just had to figure out what to do in that situation. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so I have this herb story that I literally totally forgot about. Oh my goodness. Um so this happened in Indianola, Iowa. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah, so uh I was either I think it was this senior in high school so this would okay. have been 2014 going on in 20 no oh shoot that's oh my, my college I'm graduation so, i'm so I mean, old this is great <laughs> <laughs> no it's back in 2001 right 2010 2011 okay whatever yeah <laughs> um 
but anyways, um, my friend had um, this like ranch, and it was just like cornfields and stuff. And we grew up in Des Moines, so right. we're like, oh, in Genola, like yeah, like let's go, like right. no adults, like let's party, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and they had fireworks, so um, it must have been like June, July. Uh, anyways, they told us that like we couldn't go inside the house, you know, that we had to stay outside. So like his parents like wouldn't figure out that we were all there, you know. And so like it's dark. There's a whole bunch of cornfields. We start like popping off some fireworks and the ones that you throw onto the ground. I forget. Oh yeah, what yeah, the little like. Pop, pop, firecrackers, firecrackers. And all of a sudden, you know, we're there, we're chilling. And um, we weren't like, you know, we weren't underage drinking it. And and all of a sudden, like, my friend, he's like, he's like, yo, like, WTF, like, did y'all see that? You know, because the house was dark. And we were like, and it's dark outside. Like, there's cornfields. Like, we're already kind of like a little iffy. And because it was, like, down this, like, dirt road. And then, like, we all, like, go towards, like, the front of the house because we were, like, in the back. And we see this, like, the house is dark and it's just, like, a a ranch-style house. And, yeah, we see this, like, orb, like, out of, like, the inside the house through like the a three what? panel main window and so like everybody just like dipped out we were like oh like wtf you know we're like you know we're like fuck this like we're leaving and my friend like it's kind of like funny because he like lost his keys as he was like running away because we were like scared you know and he left his car. We didn't even go back to look for his keys. Like, we we're just like, just get in with us. And we left. So he came back the next day, you know, when like the sun is out to go look for his keys. And um, he said that there were like handprints on his car, you know? So it kind of reminds me of like, you know, the bridge. And like, oh, like yeah. the little handprints, you know, like the kids are pushing yeah. or whatever. Um that's kind of what it reminded me of, but yeah, that's my story. And like, you know, we were popping off fireworks in the back. So like, to me, I don't think like it could have been a reflection from that. And because they were just like firecrackers, um, I don't think we had any of the big ones or at least they hadn't like started blowing them up yet. But yeah, that's wow. my story. <laughs> that's totally crazy. Forgot about. I've never heard of like, an orb story in that kind of uh, environment. So thank you for, for calling. That was awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Bye. So that was a, a first for uh, the call-in show because I actually had two callers at the same time. So that was cool. Uh, caller that tried to call in. If you could call in again right now, uh, I would I would think that would be amazing because uh, Mitzi beat you by a few seconds. So, yes, call in right now, please. 515-809-0165. Uh, call in to share your story. And Facebook user, you know, it's, it's <laughs> Tate says, hey, so when is Russell Accord going to call in? Tate, if you can give this number to Russell Accord have Russell call in. That would be amazing. It'll happen. It totally will. All right. Uh oh. Did I hear it? Okay, I think Facebook user is gonna call in. I'm gonna cross our fingers. We got 42 minutes of uh, 42 minutes in. We got 18 minutes left until the end of the hour. We got two calls in so far. We had Asher's talking about potential MIB. We had uh Mitzi talking about orbs in Iowa, orbs near cornfields. And then we had a missed call. But I think the person is going to call again. Cross your fingers. I can't reach you. Try again, pal. Try one more time. 515-809-0165. I appreciate you calling in a few times. Ah. <sighs>
What if that was Bob Gimlin? Um, it, so, Mike, if it was a 509 area code, that's an automatic you beat out all the other calls every time because pretty sure that would be the area code. Um, so yeah, Mike, if you want to pass on, if you know uh, Bob Gimlin, you'd be like, hey, dude, you should call in Mr. Gimlin. Um, no, the other call was, uh, I want to say it's more from the East Coast. So east of the Rockies, as Mr. Art Bell would say, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> Tate says, I have Bob's number. I'm not going to call Bob directly. Um, let me. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to try to call this person back real quick. Um, six. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Here we go. Let's see if I can reach whoever this is. Uh, Facebook caller, I think I'm calling you back. Let's see if it works. Fingers crossed, guys. Hello. Hi. Uh, were you just trying to call in to Strange Stories? Yes, I did. Fantastic. <laughs> Good. This is Jeremiah. Thanks for calling in. This is uh, live on YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitter and also recorded for the podcast. So I uh, just want to make sure that you're aware of that. Who am I talking to today? Uh, Katie Elizabeth. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. The great uh, champ <laughs> researcher. Yes, I am. And I was trying to call through and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oh my Kept goodness. Up, up. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Well, well, I'm glad that we, we uh, got through. But uh, so, Katie, what are you calling in about today? I was just calling in to say hi. And I was kind of like, how do I put it? I just lost my dad. Oh. A couple days ago. Yeah. So it's really, really difficult. But, you know, I knew that you were trying to get a hold of me and I wanted to get a hold of you. And it was kind of a funny thing. Then we went back and forth. So it was amazing that you were on live. And I was like, this is really kind of comforting for me, um, especially for my dad, because my dad loved um, the unknown, mm. everything about it. So. So, yeah yeah I just interesting keep up with you and and just uh say hi and i just want to get hold of you real quick and just let you know that i'm still alive <laughs> you know yeah i haven't had the the pleasure of of, of meeting yet uh, meeting you yet or, or talking to you yet so but i'm glad that uh you are calling in do you have any like interesting stories from your research over the years I do. I had a recent hit on my sonar. Oh, wow. Which happened um, a month ago. And I was traveling down the lake at five miles an hour. And I had this huge hit on my boat. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm not stupid. A lot of people think, like, maybe it was a sturgeon. It was a big thing. Well, sturgeon do not get to be 20 foot long. Mm. This this anomaly was 20 feet long, and that's what's important to present to people, that this thing was huge. This thing was, I'm going to swear. Oh, please don't. Effing <laughs> <laughs> huge. Sure. Um, it was huge, and you could see the appendage move back with the fin. Okay, and wow. A lot of people... Like, oh, it's a sturgeon. I'm going to tell you what. In my lifetime, I've been on Lake Champlain. My dad was a fisherman on the ocean. Okay. He would say to me, like, look at this, look at that. He trained me to be really knowledgeable in my work. Mm. And I know for a fact that that thing, that animal, was not a thing that would be known to anyone at all. 
And it was it was really quickly going through that sonar. But if you if anybody knows what sonar is, you can look at it and say, okay, that's not a sturgeon. Sure. <laughs> it's not nothing we know. Fascinating. What is do you feel you're you're getting close to to uh the goal you have of of uh getting the best evidence of uh of champ or um or or what's your goal in the future katie i absolutely feel like this is the closest i've ever been sure um there's you know there's nothing i could prove to the scientific world i mean the scientists they say oh well this is this this is that i know what i have Mm. and it's so important to the world that this is presented in a scientific way because that's the way i am i want to present things with science i want to be fully truthful and i'm going to tell you what this is so amazing it's an amazing scientific thing what i found and what i've been proven to find um echolocation that's oh, yeah. one thing that i've I've got, that's not something that dealt with in a scientific way, but it's something that is against science. And a lot of people think, well, if that's not science, if this isn't science, there's no way to prove the species, which is true. You can't go onto onto these things without having ridicule. ridicule. There's always going to be scientific ridicule. And I'm going to tell you what, what I do is so important to the scientific community because people are against this stuff. People are against Champ, Bigfoot, whatever. Oh, sure. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. I am so happy and proud of myself for sticking to it because most people don't do that. They're, They're scared. You can't be scared because if you're scared, then all of a sudden there's nothing to lean on. Absolutely. Well, Katie, it sounds like you're doing the good work, uh, getting that, that champ evidence and, um, we'll, we'll have to keep up to date with you and, uh, and, and hear from you again in the future, but thanks so much for calling in Katie. No problem. It was great to talk to you and we'll talk soon. You got it. Have a good night. Wow. Cool to talk to, to Katie Elizabeth, uh, researcher of CHAMP uh, up there in, in the north, uh, the northeast at, you know, Lake Champlain, of course. Guys, we got a little less than 10 minutes uh, left. We still got time for uh, one more uh, caller. If anyone else has a, a quick story to share, we got a lot of stuff going on in the chat right now. Uh, let's see if there's anything. Asher's has Bob Gimlin's number is going to call. Guys, we'll leave Bob Gimlin alone. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm looking through real quick. Oh, there's all sorts of people hanging out. Another Facebook user says, woke up from a snack-induced nap to catch the tail end of this. Good stuff. Maybe I'll call in. Uh, sometime in the future. Well, well, friend, I, I hope that you do. Um, guys, it's been a fun night. We've had, we had three calls. We had uh, Asher's call in about the MIB uh, UFO documentary college student. We had uh, Mitzi call in about the, the orb of Iowa, Indianola, Iowa. And uh, Katie Elizabeth call in to chat about champ real quick, which is cool. Um, Still got a few minutes left. If you've got a quick story to share, uh, feel free to uh, call on in, 515-809-0165. This is uh, live on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, and uh, recorded for the podcast. Uh, We got 19 people hanging out right now. That is a new record. Very cool. A few minutes left. Uh, You can call in. 
share your story real quick, or you can always uh, send a message to a friend who has a story, something cool to share. Say, hey, you should call on up 515-809-0165, and uh, we'll make it happen. It's been a good night. It's been a good night. Time for a quick drink of LaCroix. Ooh, that was nice. If you like Macho Man Randy Savage and you like Bigfoot, you can get a Squatcho Man shirt from the Bigfoot Society Etsy. And while we're waiting to see if there's going to be a last-minute caller, uh, which you still can call in, make sure you're, re you're subscribed to this channel by hitting the subscribe button and uh, hit the bell icon so that if I do get to go live on Crypticon, you won't miss out on that live. Uh, we still got five minutes. If you have a quick last-minute story to call in, you can call 515-809-0165. Uh, let's see what we got here. Facebook user says, what flavor LaCroix? Raz Cranberry. Mm, it's delicious. Uh, Tate, you're going to get in trouble. That's funny. Uh, Dave Daggett, hello, sir. A hodag root beer would have ended this show perfectly. I, I know it would have. Um, unfortunately, when they get a hold of root, hodag root beer, that stuff doesn't last for a long time. Uh, but uh, my my good pal Ben from the hodag store always hooks a brother up. So if you've got hodag, if you want to get some hodag stuff, you better check out the hodag store Uh and head on up to Rhinelander, Wisconsin. You can also buy some Hodag stuff online too. Just look up the Hodag store. We got a few minutes. Uh, we got a few minutes left here. Oh, 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 oh dear. We got a last minute caller. Call from Ron Reed. Oh no. Except press one to send a voicemail. <laughs> press two. <laughs> Ron Reed, no way. Ron, are you there? Oh, shoot. I messed this up. Hey, Ron. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Is this like the Ron Reed from the north? Yeah. Wow. Thanks for Go calling on. in, man. You know this is uh, live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast, right? I do, yeah. I was the guy that woke up from the nap. Oh, yeah. I can't see any of the Facebook user stuff because... Something's weird, but dude, what's going on, man? I'm uh, doing pretty good. I just uh, did some some trail um, volunteer stuff today at an environmental center. Helped out with some people. Oh, cool. Um, educating for a field trip and stuff. But so you need a quick story? Yeah, dude. Okay. All right. Here's one that might be Bigfoot. I'm not entirely sure. Ooh. I think I told this on one of Faith's podcasts in years past, but. Um, one of the things that happened to me was in uh, Falk area. Um, so this is the legend of the Boggy Creek area. Okay. Um, I've been going out there a couple of times to do some field research um, out by Mercer Bayou. There's an access point out there that doesn't get too much attention. And um, the year before, I had heard some knocks with a group of people that I met on the fly, and we kind of grouped together, and we all realized we were camping and Bigfooting, and um, so I was following up on that and going back out to that location. And what had happened was, um, when I got there, I didn't hear any wood knocks or anything. It was kind of a quiet area, and um, I did start to hear owls and things. So mm. one of the first things that I heard was um, the barred owl, which is very common anywhere in the, the lower forty-eight um, of anybody you know out in. Bigfoot and you learn pretty quickly what a barred owl can do. It makes all these different sounds, oh, sure. but it did that very and so I noticed that and then somewhere else in the woods I kind of heard um, the great horned owl or a close relative and they've got the very low sound. You know, the yeah. characteristic, <laughs> the stereotypical owl sound, right? Right. Um so, you know, I was listening and I was just wood knocking and trying to, you know, I was like, come on, come on, something come out of the swamp. But the longer I was there, the more I realized there's, there's a lot of owls here. 
you know, so in one location, I was hearing the barred owl. And then in another location, I was hearing the great horned owl. But then I was hearing like another barred owl. And then I was hearing another great horned owl. And then I realized I couldn't triangulate. Like I couldn't like figure out there's, there's all these different owl sounds, but they're coming from the same spot uh. and they're alternating. So I don't know. I, I was just like, are they flying around chasing each other or, or what's happening here? And then um, pack of coyotes comes through a lot of animals, just a lot of animals out there on the edge. And, um, and I got kind of, I felt kind of weird because I wasn't used to hearing so many animals so close. Okay. And, and um, something just didn't seem right. You know, I was hearing from the way I was starting to visualize it was you had a barred owl, a great horned owl. And, and later like coyote yips coming from like the same one spot over here to my left, one spot to my right. And then one spot from behind me. So the more I would listen, it sounded like the animals were trading places and it seemed like, you know, that all the animals were there beside each other. Like, and I could not rationalize having a coyote and, and, barred owl and great horned owl over here beside one tree and then over here in another location they're also just like randomly taking turns making sound that's behind weird me. man uh, so it seemed like you know I was, you hear stories of mimicry and stuff in the bigfoot world and, and mm-hmm. i was wondering to myself okay is this is this what's happening so i got weird too right so i thought that maybe something was playing head games with me and i've never felt really like this in in all the 10 plus years of field research. So, so I was like, okay, I'm out here by myself and confident. Um, and I don't know what's going on and I don't have to like worry about people judging my research techniques and my behaviors. Right. So I said, okay, if something's getting weird on me, I can, I can do weird back. So then I was like, well, what are some sounds from, you know, animals from the human world? And, and so I was said to myself, well, what if I started meowing like a cat? barking like a dog um, and mooing like a cow and just making all different animal sounds myself and trying to fool whatever's out there that, you know, Hey, I'm a different animal, you know? And um, I kind of felt silly because it didn't really do too much, but then I had one more trick up my sleeve and that was a didgeridoo. And I, I realized that nice. it was a didgeridoo that got the result because I had it, I had the audio recording the whole time. And, um, when I got the didgeridoo out and I played it, um, a few seconds pass. And then in the recording, as I discovered later, um, you hear it, you hear one crisp knock. Really? And then, and then it got quiet. And that was kind of one of those things. There was so many, I was so emotionally charged because I was so confused as to what was happening, but something told me that something strange was going on. And that one knock was all I needed to kind of verify that there weren't uh, animal parties going on in the woods. There was something mm. else going on. And, um, and then after that, I just kind of like got really upset yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, and put in the Sierra sounds and blared them full volume as I oh, re- peeled oh, out man. of the, the area. Um, <laughs> it was kind of one of those nights where it was just, it escalated to a point where, you know, if it was Bigfoot, I was mad at it and yeah. I didn't want to be there, you know, Dude. but it, it was just kind of a, a crazy experience because whatever was out there making those noises, it was all very close and never in my outdoor experience have I had such a cacophony of animals going back and forth, two different species of owls, but like each of them, like it, it was, it was weird. It would have, it sounded like there were, three barred owls and three horned owls and they were and and then after the coyotes ran through there were the coyotes it just sounded like all those animals were parking in the woods and and distributing themselves however and (laughs) it just it seemed like it was i don't know man even now just trying to tell the story it's it's bizarre and and all i can tell you is for sure out of everything that was there there was at least one thing that made a wood knot that's 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 such an awesome story, Ron. Ron Reed, 
I've I've interviewed him uh, a while back on the podcast. So if you'd like this story, you can go back and hear a longer interview with Ron. But uh, Ron, you're one of the guys where your name needs to be out a lot more. Can you spend a few minutes sharing like how people can keep up to date with your Bigfoot stuff? Because you're always going out doing stuff with uh, a pretty awesome group of people. Yeah, um, I guess you can find a lot of my initial posts and links to stuff that I'm involved in, you know, because I work with um, Alex and Eli from Small Town Monsters. And I work with Tate Hieronymus and, and have been working with him with the uh, Search for Sabe series and stuff. Um, I'm going to be featured in a lot of uh, Western Bigfoot exploration stuff with Jonathan Easley and his editing. And um, so I'll kind of like pop up here and there but i guess a lot of the stuff that i control i have a facebook page which needs a little attention right now because i because <laughs> i haven't done much with it but it's uh it's called trailing giants and um hopefully hopefully i can get um some content up there soon you know i've got some concepts of podcasts and stuff there and um just pretty demanding time of the year um for me uh but uh but yeah, Trailing Giants is kind of where I'll post this stuff and some of these other developers put out the content and I'm, I am directly involved with all of it. So um, that's a good spot to kind of follow me in the projects that I'm associated with. Um, these guys do a lot of great stuff, like you said, and uh, and we all need a little bit of exposure. That's but, right. Um, that's yeah. right. Well, dude, thanks so, yeah, so much awesome. for calling in. This, that was a That was a fun story for the end, dude. Yeah. Thanks. I, I definitely got more, but you know, we'll save those for the future. You got it, dude. Well, good talking to you. I'll be talking to you later, man. All right. Have a good one. See ya. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for hanging out for another episode of Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. This episode will be out on uh, the podcast in a few days. You can always uh, listen to the stories you didn't catch tonight on the replay on YouTube. Thanks so much all for hanging out. Uh, if you like what you heard, this uh, is a show that happens every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night, 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go ahead and write down the phone number 515-809-0165, and you can go ahead and call in next time with your strange story or pass that on to uh, someone you might know that has a story that should call in, like Bob Gimlin or you know, a random person like that. Um, appreciate you all being here and spending your night with me. Have a good one, and... Uh, catchphrase that I'll figure out for the future. Have a good one, all. Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.